Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 206, episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Mm. Uh, It is Thursday, October 14th, 2021, which of course means that it is Miles. It is National Dessert Day. And Ooh. for all my bald brethren, <laughs> national be bald and be free day. Hell yeah. So if you got if you lacking in the follicle department, just do you. Just be free today. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. For all my hairless peoples out there. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Vaccination. Hell no. Spooja, 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 spooja's <laughs> like gold. Vaccination, hell no. And then it just repeats. Uh, that is courtesy of official dickhead at Abstrusal. You know, I had to go back to it. Yeah. We were Come supposed gold. to retire uh, the all the cum songs, but, you know, the, it was too good not to use. <laughs> it was great, right? And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! And who can say what is overrated? Only side, only side. And who Ooh. can say what's in your search history? Only side, only side. And a shout out to Enya and the interdimensional technician on Discord for that. Just. Just wonderful Enya. Fucking dude. AKA has been a minute. That, oh, that I, was like a fairy ghost was singing that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm using all I'm using a machine gun Kelly for oh. my inspiration on all uh, descriptors uh going forward after his GQ interview. It's a good one, huh? Oh. I know you subjected yourself to it, so I'm glad I'm glad we'll get a an update. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was beautiful. Uh, there were some vocal effects I think I heard in there. Yeah. Which brings us to our third seat, spooky where we are seat. thrilled to be joined by a very spooky, very funny actor, comedian, podcast host, and streamer. Ooh. You know him from the Son of Zorn, Superstore <laughs> 21 and 22 Jumps Street, and his brilliant podcast, Live to Tape. Please welcome the brilliant, the talented, Johnny Pemberton! Hey. Hey. Recording in October. Uh, That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Hit him with the reverb. Yeah, Yeah, you got to have a little verb in there. What are the effects you got over there? I mean... Some delays? I got everything. I don't have a delay. I have something here. This is a kind of a fun one. (laughs) Daily Zeitgeist. (laughs) Come on down. It's Daily Zeitgeist. (laughs) Collective consciousness. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Oh, that's amazing. That's Are you uh, using a is it a physical board you're using or like oh, a yeah. pedal? I'm I'm always physical got? effects. I can't do the um I always have to do that because I I can tweak them that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, because really I'm kind of Gen X. What's it called? Um um a geriatric, geriatric millennial. millennial. Yeah, I'm yeah. geriatric millennial baby. So yeah, I yeah. have to have that tactile buttons and stuff, you know, so I can What are you using? Yeah. What let, let them know. What's, what do you it's got? a VT3, it's a Roland VT3. I've oh, probably okay. logged I don't know how many hours I've logged in this thing. I've used this thing. This is a character I play a lot. I used to play back, you know, when we did live shows and stuff. Called Dicker Troy, who was a transpo captain. And he this he sounds like this. Hey, everybody. It's me, Dicker Troy. I'm a transpo captain. I know everybody there is to know when no one there isn't. <laughs> That's what he sounds like, basically. <laughs> okay, so now we're doing deep fakes over here now. Okay. Exactly. Wow. 
And he did lip sync that perfectly, right. Johnny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's it's great to see you again. It's great yeah, to ha- likewise. have you back. Jack, I want that. I want that. <laughs> oh, man. It's very cool. <laughs> Completely have this show go further off the rails. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where once you start playing with it, it's hard not to. Yeah. Right. And cut to me, like, just talking into a, a microphone for, like, three hours straight high, just laughing at how weird my voice sounds. Like, yo, yeah. get in here. My voice sounds all high <laughs> and shit. Yeah, this is going to be like a crossover episode where we get li- little flavorings of live to tape, which does all sorts of cool shit sonically. We we have a uh, a show, this is important, with the mm-hmm. Workaholics guys that has a uh, soundboard. And the soundboard has, like, taken over their minds to the point that they now just, like, every one of them uses the sound, like, quotes from the soundboard, like, to punctuate <laughs> statements yeah and i feel like it would ju- we would just speak in soundboard quotes by the end of a single week of having this power at our fingertips yeah it makes sense it's like a it's like a live meme almost, almost yeah i guess right. when you have the soundboard stuff yeah all right johnny we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment yes get to know me yes but first we will get to know a couple of the stories that we're talking about uh we're gonna talk about greg abbott who's just becoming uh, he's being pushed to the right, becoming a uh, sort of mega cartoon character. And you got to talk Mitch McConnell if you're going to talk Greg Abbott, mm-hmm. just to fully kill your will to live. We'll talk about Coachella doing a 180 on vaccines. And then we will talk about that Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, GQ piece that is is just uh, it was a revelation to me. Was that their interview or was that like their dating, like a dating, like you're dating now, do these questions. Yeah, it, uh, it was very much, it was like a feature. So there okay. are quotes throughout, but the person who's writing it is is writing it more in like prose form. It's not like question, answer, question, answer. So you just get like these amazing quotes that I've gone through and kind of pulled. But like they speak to each other in like words that seem like they were taken off of Hot Topic t-shirts, just only and only that and repeat some of them sometimes. Mm. It's, it's very strange. Uh, and we'll talk about a medical condition where you have zero visual imagination. All of that, plenty more. But first, Johnny, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Oh, I mean, I was thinking about this a bunch because I feel like now the search histories are everywhere because I feel like I have YouTube history. I feel like I have TikTok right. history. There's always different histories. But if we're talking straight up Google Chrome history, I keep looking at these goddamn Skechers. <laughs> these oh. freaking, these Skechers work John. shoes. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm embarrassed, but I also am like, I'm glad we're here right now because I feel like I want to show you guys these shoes and I want to know what you actually think. I mean, I just hear Johnny Cash's voice when he did his cover of Hurt. Just, what have I become with these wow. shoes? Because these look like Yeezys if you had to work on an oil rig. Right, but isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they uh, elicit a response to me that is more than just like, them, them shits are whack. I'm like, I have ideas when I look at it, for sure. They feel like, what are those? Like a proto, what are those? Right. Like, right. Sort of like an alternate timeline future. What are those being worn by maybe the opposite of a cop? I don't know what that would be exactly, but maybe like a ballerina or something. <laughs> something about these just screamed to me, 
industrial wasteland, like post-apocalyptic yeah, okay. fashion. Yeah. Hungary, like you're in Hungary, hanging out with uh, what's his name, the fashion guy Rick. What's his name? He's like oh the, Rick the, Owens. Is it Rick Owens, the goth fashion guy? Yeah, yeah. It feels like sort of like a like a cheaper version of a Rick Owens shoe. You know what and I mean? His, like, also, wife, and his wife is feeding you grapes. La la mish yeah. mish. Yo, after you she follow her on Instagram? I do not. I should though, because she's like she is a true she's a international freak, right? She's like a vampire. Yeah, she's a character, and the two of them together, you're like, and this is fashion, I guess. But yeah, these shoes, I just like in the description on the Zappos thing you just said, it said, step on the work site in confidence in mm-hmm. the lightweight and durable Skechers works to Katie's rental composite toe. Like, I like that they're using the same sort of marketing strategy on like more like women-centered designs for now, like the right. construction worker. It's like, I'm picturing a construction worker, like looking at this and like envisioning himself walking onto the, like a construction site and everyone being like, whoa, check out the shoes on Brad. Those are yeah. fucking awesome, man. Are those memory foam? Holy yeah. shit, pal. Yeah. Sketchers work. Cicades with the Rettle composite toe. Rettle composite toe. I feel like those old school work boot gang would just, you'd be bullied off the work site if you if you pulled up in these. I kind of think these are actually more of a kitchen shoe or maybe um mm, maybe something. Okay. I don't know if it's like a construction as much as they are probably. You probably need steel toe. I think these have some type of, it's not steel, it's, it's composite. So it's like it's, yeah. The real thing, I think I just have to get these yeah. and find <laughs> out. Yeah. How do you uh, see yourself, like when you put these on, are you, are you going to come up with a character bit? Do you think they'll just naturally just inspire you to, walk differently i mean what do you see happening to you if you acquire these shoes that's a tough one man i think it's gonna be something where it's like i'm uh i don't know i think i have to change my entire lifestyle and become more goth mm, and also I like I, health goth i don't know I ha- yeah health goth definitely i just have to own them because yeah. i have to see where it takes you <laughs> i think you can't wear them with pants that's for sure oh okay with yeah. some, with some shorts and some socks shorts uh, Maybe like a giant T-shirt that's got like a rip in it and a stain. Okay. And like um, maybe like carrying around like a large stick. Something yeah. like oh. that. Like when okay. I first see them, they like they're not not sketchers, right? Like they they have sketcher DNA in them. Oh, so yeah. like <laughs> right. you, you have to overcome that. Yeah. And also the sort of Euroness of like the all black sneaker. But then... When you talked about like an industrial wasteland, like if you just wear these at like an industrial art park type thing Mm -hmm. in Eastern Europe, it's it's definitely working for you. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely cheaper than Balenciagas. I'll say that much. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I feel like they're actually more fashionable than Balenciaga because Balenciaga is like you say that everywhere. That's like a thing. We know that, but you show up in these and they're like, "What's that?" Right. Right. What is that? Katie's dude. (laughs) Fuck with me. The drip uh, is fucking somebody called a plumber because the drip can't be stopped. <laughs> and the plumber might show up in these. <laughs> yeah. And be like, oh, oh, man. Oh, Spider-Man meme. <laughs> I'm all about the crossover. The yeah. Crossover between the blue collar and the uh, super high it's, fashion. Yeah. yeah. It's a shoe that you see like, you know, like when you run into like an old high school teacher, like at the supermarket and like, yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm seeing them out of their element and it's the weekend and they got these shoes on. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. kind of what the vibe is for me. And they're buying a four pack of Sutter Home mini wines. 
Ooh, four <laughs> pack of minis. With some hot deli things. This is a very specific memory, and I'm not going to say my teacher's name, but you know who you are. I yeah. would say mine, Jerry Robbie. He was in the Peace Corps, rode his bike, even in the winter in Minnesota. Cool guy, intense guy. Wow. Damn. I could see him biking wearing these. Minnesota. Was he biking yeah. in that uh, in that mall that everybody uses to get around to Minneapolis? Or you didn't oh, probably in... live in downtown Minneapolis? Well, this was in Rochester, Minnesota. Right. So there's okay. no, we had the uh, we had a mall there, but it wasn't like, not the big ass mall. Yeah. Right. It was boring and shitty. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated? Oh man, I got so many things here. I oh, know, look at that. But you know what? I, the most recent one I added, and this is like a very real thing, I think. And maybe you guys are doing this right now, but something I discovered about five months ago is turning off self-view on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I think it's like super overrated being able to see yourself. Oh, yeah, it's, it's exhausting. It's compulsive. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's you hard guys have, not to. Do you have it on right now? Oh, yeah. all the time. I can never do? turn it off. I'm I actually turn it off. I can't see you guys. I just have myself in the <laughs> window. Just one big. Okay, so that's super overrated then. <laughs> oh, chill. Okay. Yeah, no, I've, I don't know why I don't turn it off. I think because I'm afraid that I will show up to a meeting and like have some shit on my face or something. Have a Jeffrey Tubin problem? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all, come on, we're all secretly Tubin. I think we can all yeah. agree on that, right? Right, fellas? Am well, I right? Where are my fellas at? <laughs> That's the guy's name, right? The guy who yeah, was... Jeffrey uh, Tubin, the guy okay. who okay. yeah. work meeting. Well, I said, I think it's overrated. I think selfies overrated. Once you, t- once you turn it off, it's like, wow, you're in a new world because you're just, I'm just, you're just yeah, talking to Yeah, it is. To I just did it right now. It's great. I, I just, I usually just, I'm, I go between camera on or camera off, basically. Okay. But, when right now I have it off and it feels a little bit like I've just taken off my training wheels and mm. I can't believe I'm still biking and I actually am starting to feel the wind in my face and it feels great. It almost there, feels like this is it's I don't know there 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 was there's a moment of liberation here. I'm going to say what Bradley Cooper said to Lady Gaga when she was trying out for the role in A Star is Born and say, oh, "Miles, there you are." <laughs> wow. Thanks so much. Now I see you. Yeah, you can tell I'm more uninhibited, right? Mm-hmm. Thank wow. you so much. Thank you so much. Overrated. That and fridge drawers. <laughs> fridge drawers suck. <laughs> I swear to God. Go on. What do you not mean? Not the What's... doors, the drawers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for the crisping section? Yes. And... I, all they do is just, I put stuff in there, I forget about it because I can't yeah. see it. And like I went through the drawer just now. I was like, oh, wait, I have like several meals ready to go in here, but I just don't see them. So I forget right. it's there. So I think, oh, we, all we have is like some ramen and Diet Coke and like a grapefruit soda. When actually the drawers are, there's a bounty of things, but they're just wasting away. Right. Yeah. It's I often where drawers. where my lettuce and celery goes to die and just right. be discovered at a later date. Like, oh, shit. I'm going to yes. rip them out. I'm going to straight Brown. up rip them out. Yeah. I think I might. I think I might rip them out. I'm not kidding. With a, and what this is going to be a really like tall section to stack stuff in, basically. If you if you gut it with the drawers, yes. Okay, I like that. Yes. Yeah, because I'm the same way. Like, <laughs> I'll go and I'm like, oh, I don't remember buying a bag of green mush, and I'm like, oh, that was lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's been. It too smells much. like old person breath when I like rotting mm, vegetables is such yummy. a specific breath. I think they're in league with they're in league with some other company to try to make you waste stuff. It's like Frigidaire signed like a 10-year lease with um 
the like Del Monte vegetables to get you to right. put stuff in there so it goes to waste so you buy more. Right. And like what does a fucking crisping drawer even do? It's like doing if, shit. if you don't have a real one, like I know it's supposed to be like low humidity, but like I don't have a a fucking refrigerator where I'm like set that part to low. It's all uh-huh. just it's just popping off at one temperature in my refrigerator. So I'm like, this feels different. I'm just trying to picture like what an open open floor plan open designed fridge? refrigerator would wow. look like. It was just like everything stacked on each other. Just or you know what you can have is a bunch of hooks and bags. Oh, nice. <laughs> Industrial. along the sides. Yeah, you're wearing those shoes in your kitchen while you're like using a your industrial ass uh, yeah. open design fridge. If you're like fridge. hyper wealthy, you have like a transitional fridge. So when you come back from the store, you can open it and just hang your shopping bags in the transitional fridge yes. to keep everything yeah, 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 cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, fucking <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, okay, I'm ready to debag and everything stays fresh, cold. Yeah. Debagging, sir. We're too. now debagging. <laughs> Stand back. Debagging. Transitional now. refrigerator sequence uh, engaged. Bunch of halon gas shoots down like a fucking Diplo concert, like <laughs> just <laughs> freezes it out in your special Teflon bags. Have I been mispronouncing Diplo? No. No, I've been, I say it wrong on purpose. No, but he's, uh, yeah. he's been <laughs> accused of assault or something recently. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, Welcome to the world. Uh, (laughs) Johnny, what is something you think is underrated? I think definitely, you know that song by Madonna Material Girl? Uh, Yeah. Have you listened to it in the last however often amount of time? Mm, Like critically? I mean, I feel like passively and I'm always going. And that's how I listen to it. It's the, uh, I listen to it. I, can, I go back to it all the time because, like, the instruments on that song, they're just ridiculous. It's like before there was any type of, like, MIDI. It's all real instruments all being played by real musicians live in the studio. But it sounds, oh, man, just the sound of it. It's like. Right. I've, I didn't realize that's all live. It's definitely live. It's like real studs in there with their fucking synths just going nuts. Like, that sound like that. Bonk, bonk. Boom, boom. There's also all these weird artifacts in there. It sounds like an Arthur Russell song or something. It's weird little like sprinklings of kind of like spacey echo stuff. And you don't hear it. You kind of hear it, but like if you just listen to the song, you're enjoying it. But then it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's something about that song. It's just so, to me, I just love it. I, I love listening to it. I'll, I'll like slow it down. There's even, even the drum fills, some of the drum fills are kind of, uh, they're syncopated in a weird way, almost like they're off time a bit. It's like a, like a weird transitional drum fill in there that I right. can listen to over and over again. It's so, it's a weird thing because you have this huge pop song, but also it's underpinned by this really heavy, cool instrumental track that I think is, it gets lost because it's, because it's a pop song and because the vocals are there. Mm. It doesn't make it bad. It just means like, wow, this is like an actual, everything's there. I mean, Drama just came through with the facts, factual update because that's all Nile Rogers production. Yeah, who? Mm. What else did Nile Rogers do? Do he's chic? You know, he's done fucking I, like so many. Just look, just look at his discography. Okay. Coming gonna... out by Diana Ross, which uh, served as the backbone for uh, the song that we were talking about earlier. Is that the the Mason Puffy song? Yeah, yeah. Tell me who's hot, who's not, who that song. Tell me yeah, who H-A-W-A. Who's I, I, yeah. I'm 
coming out. Who That's copped the okay. blue drop? Who Jules got rocked? I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, things like, Oof. you know, La Freak. Freak out! La oh, yeah. That chic. shit is tight. All that chic stuff is just incredible. Yeah. That stuff, chic is also underrated as hell. As a band, then, their stuff is just ridiculous. There's this one Carly Simon track that now why this track why really? shout out to nick stump og producer yeah because we were we were just going off about now rogers he does this car, uh, carly simon's track called why and it's okay. so like funky if you like a little bit of syncopation watch listen to the eight minute track there's an eight minute version of it that is so <laughs> fucking too much but i love it i love the extended versions of stuff yeah hmm. we were just talking because uh the same DJ Dramos was rocking a, a No Way Out t-shirt this morning. Yeah. So we, we had a prolonged Puffy conversation, conversation about that. Boy. About that moment when Puff Daddy was going through like a bond phase and yeah. ha- had a fragrance out where he... I, I just remember that when I lived in New York City, there were a lot of print ads like all over like the subways and stuff of him uh, riding a jet ski in a tuxedo. Yeah. and and then, and then there, like the TV ads of that also had him doing that, but they showed the part where he was like wading through the ocean, which was like the part that I was like, you don't, you don't want to show that because that's the, that's the reason. But I guess he just didn't give a fuck. Did he yeah. get onto a helicopter or off of a helicopter in that commercial? I think, uh, caught, I think he caught a helicopter, right? Okay. Yeah. Did a rope ladder come down or something? Some shit. It's that little copter, the kind that's like, it sounds like the. Yeah, yeah, the kind that you launch from your yacht. <laughs> yeah. Right. A Robinson. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, if you also think about it, just to get back to Puff Daddy, right? Because also Let's Dance by David Bowie, another Nile Rodgers production, another wow. track used by Puff Daddy. You Damn. know what I mean? I didn't know all this stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just coming in uh, coming yeah, in I mean, blind, just, just into you, but the see, song. You heard something. You heard something, Johnny. You know? Yeah, I'm into production. I like production mm. a lot. Yeah. The older I get, the more I'm just like, ah, I'm here for the production alone. Right. <laughs> As Brody Stevens once said, what does he say? Uh, agree with me on cadence alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Well, uh, any anything else to talk about with, with Puffy? With Puff? No, I was just thinking of, the, that just made me think of Michael Jordan cologne. Because when I used to buy celebrity colognes. Mm. Did you ever have Michael Jordan cologne by Bichan? Oh. I didn't. Uh, I was always trying to have the uh, the complete collection of polo scents. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Polo Sport, Polo Regular. There's also like one called like Polo Crest, I think, or some crap. It was limited. So you were young polo, huh? Well, my friend Jonathan was into polo, so I was de facto also oh, into polo. Oh, osmosis. Yeah, you, yeah. You had the same. Yeah, right. And you're like you're like, secretly, I'm so allergic, mom, when I spray it on. There was also one called Cigar <laughs> Aficionado. Cigar Aficionado came out with a fragrance that we all wanted to get for some reason because it's like, ooh, cigars, cigars. Wait, the magazine smell cigar like you've been smoking it cigars? It uh, had a fragrance. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I think it was probably actually really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a thing that you want cigars to taste like based on the smell. And maybe mm-hmm. that's what they captured with that as opposed to what it's actually like to smoke a cigar, which tastes like ash and then you smell like ash. Right. And then yeah, you're like, the oh, smell. I'm not supposed to inhale it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so Ugh. rough. Yeah. I, I, when I was going through my, through middle school, I got deep into a uh, cool water and I never recovered. 
Are you kidding me? Me too, man. I remember when my friend, my friend Steve, somehow his mom got the hookup for the uh, the samples. He brought a ton of them to school. It was a big deal. It was like all there early, crowding around Steve. Like he's got him. He handed everyone a cool water sample on that middle school. It smelled like cool water for the next week. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I only ever had the samples, but I, I was able to, you know ride ride samples all the way through because my friend yeah. lived right next to a I think it was like a JC Penny or a Macy's maybe that's yeah, a pretty yeah. hot my, my, sample mine was spot. by a May company uh, mm. or Robinson's May later on it would become but I'm just snagging Nautica competition samples that was my Ooh, no, that was a big one too I mean it's yeah. it's basically cool water right a little it's bit classier you know classier you know oh, oh it's classier huh? oh yeah 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 meet me I with know. your Tommy Hilfiger jacket at the, at the quad <laughs> we'll battle <laughs> See, that would actually be a good pairing for those shoes. A nice, big, blocky, oversized, retro Tommy Hilfiger jacket with those c- giant black sketchers. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, yeah. good combo. And just sure. fucked up jeans like that are fucked at the hems by like by your feet because they're dragging so much. Yes. But they're baggy, baby. And I know you said no sho- no pants with those shoes, but that's what I'm thinking. I could do that Dragon or maybe like, like some, some Sorry, very tight way too long hemmed jean shorts <laughs> <laughs> look like little tubes yeah jean capri wow. pants straight leg jean capri straight Denim leg, capri pants yeah <laughs> with that tommy jacket drenched in cool water yes done all right there's all right, right. we we've figured out your new look that's a vibe right there mr 2098 <laughs> uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back And we're back. And all right, let's talk about Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis. They're currently battling it out for being the shittiest governor in in the United States. But Abbott is really coming with the hits over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, dude, <laughs> you thought he's just getting started with voter suppression bills, abortion bans, COVID policies that are just like, you know, I... You're like, what is who is this for, actually, at this point? But his latest now is that he has essentially banned all entities from having any kind of vaccine mandate. This is so the order states, quote, that no entity in Texas can enforce vaccination against anyone in the state who objects, quote, for any reason of personal conscience based on a religious belief or for medical reasons, including prior recovery from COVID-19. Mm. And you're like, wait, huh? No. Uh, uh, sir, I'm, I'm not an entity. I'm a bar. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I'm, exactly. I'm not, I'm not like, an, I don't know what an entity is, but we're a bar and we're having a vaccine mandate. No, no, but that you are an entity. That's the thing by doing that. So you, you would be considered an entity. Listen, sir, Greg, so. I don't know what this entity is. I don't know what that is, but we are not an entity. Okay. <laughs> yes. We're Antifa breastfeeds. Yeah. Antifa? Right. Oh, no yeah, Antifa, mm-hmm. please. So this whole thing was like, Before Abbott and most conservatives are, you know, they're on this thing like, you know, we're not trying to fucking meddle in people's private lives. You know, that's not what the government's role is. But this man is fully going there saying, like, even you private businesses, there's nothing you can do to escape my will. In the beginning, he was saying shit like, yo, uh, quote, private businesses don't need government running their business. That's what that's a, that was a statement that came out of his office like over the summer when they asked, would you consider 
vaccine mandates for private businesses. And that was his quote. So I guess so much for that tenant of like your entire party of like what government overreaches, because now they're using it to be like, well, then no one can do anything. And that's right. law, according to us. So everyone is a little, I think people are like, what the fuck is this for? It doesn't quite make sense. But the thing is, the reason he's turning up his the MAGA meter from a three up to a January six is because hmm. he is getting primaried from the right, okay, Got by it. this guy, Greg Huffins. And this man is just like trolling him constantly from the so Greg Abbott is having to play keep up. One of the last things Don Huffins tweeted about Greg Abbott was Greg Abbott is a political windsock and today proves it. He knows which way the wind is blowing. He knows conservative Republican voters are tired of the vaccine mandates and tired of him being a failed leader. Damn. Remember when Texas was like, like, oh, you do whatever you want. That's what we're all about. Yeah, Yeah, you can do what you want here. I mean, if you want to do something. It's like it's so anti-Texas to me. Well, I think that's why, like, a lot of these bills, even a majority of Texans, regardless of party, are like, this abortion bill is fucking, like, absolute garbage. Like, this isn't this isn't the way to do it. Yeah, it's Although not many people would be like, you know, give them eight weeks, then ban the abortions or something like that. But for whatever reason, this version even seemed like a bridge too far. And then fucking Huffines or Huffines or, you know, Texans, uh, let me know how, how to further mispronounce that. <laughs> He had something to say about a Department of Family Services website that had like a suicide hotline resource on it for teens. Mm-mm. And can't have that. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> Come on, dude, man. this is what this guy said. Don Huffins, he helpful. said he accused the, uh, the Texas Child Welfare Agency of, quote, promoting transgender sexual policies to Texas youth. And like under a section of its website titled, quote, gender identity and sexual orientation. This is resources that the state has said, look, we get that people's outcomes are much better if they feel accepted, especially with LGBTQ youth, because the suicide rates are really high. But in this instance, they're like, get this crap out of here. And guess what this spineless fuck did after Huffings made that statement? He fucking took the website down. Oh, Jesus. just vanished it. Yeah, you Because this guy's like, this guy's a liberal. He's here for the liberal agenda. and. You're talking about a legitimate resource that you should have out there. But I mean, this is uh this whole thing is just turning into a MAGA mushroom measuring contest. So we'll see like what the pot like there's not even policies anymore. It's just like how much can you take away? Right. Don't they have something else to do? <laughs> right. Like, there's so many other things you can do down there besides like check a website. You're checking a government website. Who cares? Right. Right. Like, and to to think like too, especially for like foster care, right? Which essentially the the state is in charge of things like that. They they are actually they're responsible to make sure that the kids who are navigating the foster system too are well supported. And if you have mm-hmm. someone like here who's being like, "Nah, man, LGBTQ don't give them any kind of support," that's just that that's only going to translate to worse outcomes for a lot of younger people. And like at this point, like it really does it has nothing to do with policy. Like it's going to be like the first guy who's like, I surgically fused a MAGA hat to my skull, <laughs> is going right. to be like, yeah! Hell yeah. Ah! In response to the, like, mandate ban, the bandate, American and the Southwest band-aid. are both headquartered in Texas and both said they aren't going to listen to him on this. And 
kept their vaccination mandate in place. Southwest is having like a, or their passengers are having a really bad week because they're like fucking stranded, scattered around the country because uh, they just canceled a bunch of flights. And there's no like straight explanation of like why that happened, but the mega people are tried to start the rumor that the pilots were striking because of the mandates right. and that. Wasn't Ted Cruz real quick to hop on that one? Yeah. And, and it turns like, out no, like, cool. yeah, the Isn't pilot it just understaffing? Like, nah. It's like just the classic yeah. understaffing. It's isn't just it? what America does is it doesn't pay people enough and it treats their workers like shit and then acts shocked when things fall apart because we have like that inbuilt uh, exceptionalism. But it does like foreshadow this looming battle as like Republican attorneys general will probably sue once the Biden federal mandate goes into effect. And, you know, precedent is pretty clear on the side of vaccine mandates. We've had them in place for hundred over 100 years and they've allowed us to eradicate all sorts of deadly diseases. But now they're pointing out there are so many conservative judges on benches, thanks to the Trump administration, that it's it's a possibility that they could be struck down. So interesting mm. times. Yeah, we our country is pretty broken. Like we've backslid as a entity. America, we need to just wait. What's an entity? <laughs> yeah, what is that? We're a bar over here. Right. <laughs> America is a bar. Uh, we sell beer and wine. Right. We have a beer and wine cabaret license. That's all. We're not an entity. We don't do that. You won't want to go to the east side for that. We don't have entity here. Go to the yeah. theater district. We're a bikini bar. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Mitch McConnell real quick. There's some rumblings that he might be losing his power because... He was the head of the Republican Party basically for a long time. You know, now he was in a fight with Trump over not raising the debt ceiling, not because they have a counterproposal. Trump just wants to tank the economy so he can create a good scenario for midterms and his eventual run. And insiders are saying McConnell won't have the political capital to basically go against Trump's wishes again. Yeah, there are like people like Cruz and Mitt Romney who have been vocal and wanted to just basically shut the government down. Yeah, great. They just hold it hostage. That's how they'll make themselves look better by setting fire to everything. And yeah, I think because McConnell suddenly was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, here's 10, like, here's some votes to pass this debt ceiling hike for at least two months. Because Trump was just like telling everyone, don't you dare vote for it. Don't you dare vote for it. That now people are like having like takes like, oh, man, Schumer was so close to blinking, man. And yeah. then McConnell just went and just completely gave in. It just makes us look so flipping weak, guys. But the thing is, you know, a lot of people on McConnell's side is like, look, dude, this turtle faced fucking demon is never going to go anywhere. Like he's right. weathered many storms and their whole I think their philosophy is really like. There's just going to be another political battle in like fucking three minutes and we'll have completely moved on because Trump has a, a hard time of staying focused, although his grudge with Mitch McConnell will always stay consistent. But now I think when when you look at, well, what happens when we have to address this debt hike debate again in December or late November? You know, are they really going to be are they really going to throw the 
the economy into total chaos? Or are they going to force Democrats to do something like have, you know, a fucking filibuster carve out where they're like, fuck it, we're not fucking with this. Like, we'll blow the filibuster up just in this specific moment for the economy, but not for the other important things we're trying to do. So a filibuster carve out is that when they have like they get like a thousand pumpkins on the floor and they just have to <laughs> they just carve until you can't carve no more. It's the carve it's like, out. Yeah, it's dude, a carve out. Filibuster carve out with James Carville. <laughs> That's when you got to have the younger Congress people, though they're going to do well because they have that, still have that good hand strength that I think Mitch yeah. McConnell probably doesn't have. Oh, yeah. Chuck Grassley, he's going to get all pissed. He's like, this is just terrible. Cut my steak for me, please. <laughs> no, Senator, it's a pumpkin. We're doing designs. <laughs> oh, pumpkins. Mine's under Liberals. Pumpkin. These liberals in there. One of my friends was at a bar a few, I don't know, a few weeks ago, a month ago, and somewhere in a smaller town in California. And you know how everywhere you go to, especially with resort towns, they have mm. they have no no one's work. They have no staff. So this right. bar was super understaffed. And he walks up inside because they're waiting outside for a long time. Goes inside the bar, and the guy working at the bar just goes. He looks at him, shrugs his shoulders, and is like, you know, Biden. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> was like, ah, uh, yeah, we wish we could have more people here, but you know, Biden. Right. Oh no, I don't. Can you go on? Can you go? On? Can you elaborate, please? What do you mean? I just What's love that on? shit, though. Yeah. One oh. word. Biden. Biden. What else is that bartender using to explain away? Like using that convenient one-word answer for? I think like, everything. Toilets clogged. Damn. Run out of well, gas again. Biden. 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 Yeah. It's a, I guess the new Obama. Yeah. yeah it's both four, lot, Obama. five letters. Yeah. yeah. Biden. Yeah. Obama. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about Coachella. And we're back. And Coachella uh, has done a 180 on their vaccine policy for no apparent reason. Like, it, do, it doesn't seem like it was a thing that was bothering anybody. No. But it does. I can see the sorts of people who go to Coachella being sort of generally the type of people who would be against a vaccine mandate. Well, I'll, I'll tell is, you what it is. This, this, it's, um, I'm just, um, I'm just still doing research. Right. Right. Honestly, I think it's great, but I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm still doing research. Yeah. Also, like, have you ever snorted moon rocks before? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're doing you, you're doing. OK, but you're snorting MDMA straight to the dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, well, thank you so much. Here's your flower crown. And I'll just try and get by here. But the thing was, the show sold out the, like when they announced that the, the 2022 installment was coming. It was like this is going to be a vaccinated show. They still right. sold out. They fucking sold out instantly. Right. Whether people were like, fuck it, I'll figure it out then or whatever. Or people were like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, if that's what I got to do to do my annual pilgrimage to Indio, then so be it. So there, there wasn't like a way to say like, oh man, the sales numbers were hurting or like people weren't like fucking picketing outside of like the promoter's offices to be like, this is fucking horse shit. So, you know, and, and like, so I think it's really confusing because what happened was they posted the Coachella account just posted to their IG stories that they don't need people to get vaxxed anymore. Right. So so just like a very temporary thing, like they're not even posting on grid, okay, to let people know the rules have changed. So it seems like they were just trying to very subtly be like, 
you know, as this statement worded, quote, after seeing firsthand the low transmission data and successful implementation of safety protocols at our other festivals this past month, we feel confident we can update our health policy to allow for negative COVID tests taken within 72 hours or proof of vaccination. Right. What if maybe they're just like so scared of having to actually check vaccines? Like, oh, (laughs) we don't I don't know uh, uh, how to do it seems too much logistically. How do we do it? We we just have to be we can't do it because. Yeah. What if they what if they don't have it and they show up like maybe it's like a thing where they're worried if people show up are like, oh, I thought you didn't have to. You know, people are just dumb and they're like, well, we, we can't let you in now. Right. And how many how many thousands of people, tens of thousands of people are going to be that way? Probably creates a total clusterfuck. I wonder if it's just something as dumb as that, as dumb bet, as just like yeah. implementation. Like, so it seems like so many American problems right now are just like we we'd rather not pay people to do uh, the job because then we make more money. So we'll just have (laughs) the place be incredibly short staffed and blame it on the workers for not wanting to work for security. Because if anyone's been to Coachella, I mean, (laughs) you don't need shit. Like you don't even need a fucking ticket if you really want to get in that fucking. Really? I mean, there's people are sneaky, and I can only imagine. Based on like the security the check, you know, the bag check. I mean, I've walked into that motherfucker like a human felony uh, wow. with so much shit on me <laughs> where I was just like, wow, that was convenient because I took advantage of the male security guard's toxic masculinity because I knew he wouldn't really want to touch me too much. Oh, yeah. And then that's yeah. how I just would stroll on in. I would look for like the dude who looked like he, the most fragile sense of masculinity <laughs> and then be like, yeah, come on, homie. Touch me down there. No. OK, we're good. See ya. Bye bye. But I, I honestly, I suspect that it's a headliner doing this. Really? This is. I think this is part of the negotiation Ooh, of because they haven't they haven't discussed the lineup yet, and this seems like the only reason they would do it. It's the the tickets are fucking sold. The money has been made. Wait, the lineup like, has, has not been announced. No, not yet. It usually. Oh, so I'm looking at old one right now. From 2020, that had like Travis Scott and Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah, Rage Against oh. the Machine, Travis Scott, Frank Ocean. Frank, Frank, Frank I bet it's La, La Diga. Uh-huh. I bet it's okay. uh, Bill Ingvall is going to be headlining. <laughs> oh they, my God, they, Bill Ingvall, the big, the Bill Ingvall, big blue tent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's what I think. That seems like the most compelling thing that there is a huge artist that they want to book for this, and that that you know Saturday or Friday night headliner is being like. I, dude, I'm not getting vaccinated and I'm not comfortable being at a show where you're going to do that. Eric Clapton. Remember when they just used to lie about stuff? Just lie. <laughs> Is it Eric Clapton? Right. Maybe the one, maybe it's the baby. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh boy. Could be. <laughs> because the rehab that, tour. you need to not only like not fuck with the vaccine, but like feel. Oh, like, it's Nicki Minaj. Oh, of course. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just like, not that <laughs> I found the answer. I'm like, I thought you just found the answer. That's who it is. <laughs> Cousin Big Balls. Yeah. Nick yeah, Minaj yeah. featuring Tucker Carlson. Yeah. <laughs> God, those, that's an unlikely amazing. pair, isn't it? I feel like right. yeah. they, they're buddies now, aren't they? Yeah. She retweeted yeah, a video of his with a bullseye emoji. So. Yeah, she did? Yeah. Oh, so yep. she doesn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think she was saying he was right on target. Not oh, that she wanted okay. to shoot him right on an arrow. I'm just so used to that meaning the opposite, like the old school Osama bin Laden. We're coming to get you, Billboard. Bing. You know, with the with the crosshairs. Right, right. I guess right. a crosshair is different than a target. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a target with an arrow right in the bullseye, not a not a bullseye over a picture of Tucker Carlson, which would have been more appropriate. All right. Well, let's talk about if you guys will indulge me. This machine gun Kelly Megan Fox interview. I'm just gonna like pull some of the best quotes from them. Wait, so what is this? They just did an interview. Like, they did an interview. Magazine? The author is framing them as like the new Kurt and Courtney, like specifically. Oh. Like this is the these are the new badasses, the badass love affair. Oh, and no. also I think I think he put it in the tradition of Kurt and Courtney was like, but but they're trying not to let it explode. But I just like they're like so steeped in this idea of themselves that I I really love. And any Machine Gun Kelly, anything I have to always say is for me colored by that video of him like rocking out on the boardroom table at Interscope. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which like is just you know he is the A&R executive idea of dangerous playing like a part to the t of like what the i i think the tweet that was sent out with that video was like 10 a.m boardroom meetings are boring <laughs> yeah right oh boy and Not so anyway in the building so it starts out with they're they're doing tattoos on each other and the tattoos <laughs> say the darkest fairy tale and she kind of fucks up his. And rather than, you know, acknowledge that it was fucked up, he says it's the best tattoo he's ever gotten. And he says, it looks like a fairy ghost did it, right? It's all haunted. And like, <laughs> she laughs at that and they kiss. Like and that they description. Kiss. She laughs and they kiss. Movies are one of the things that brought them together. The Lost Boys. So this is another quote from the article The Lost Boys was our first movie we watched together, he reminisces, and then True Romance and Point Break. Oh, Point Break is the best. He had never seen it, Fox adds. True Romance was his choice. And then he says, I love a dark fairy tale. What? Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, like, he's already quoting the tattoo that they got together, right. which itself is a quote from, like, their early courtship. So it's just like kind of a catchphrase, I guess, that he's that he's doing. What is there? How is there any fairy tale whimsical aspect of this? You're both in fucking Hollywood (laughs) and you just decided to start having sex. Right. They just they just say stuff. I think they just say it. No one's like no no one's scared to say, hey, um, that's making sense. (laughs) Right. Exactly. They, They seem like like if that you know, sort of thing where nobody, like, everybody is just yes-anding each other's, like, vibe, like, Mm -hmm. to a degree that, like, it's just, like, they've spun off the planet, and then they are also, like, feeding off of one another. It's kind of just, like, interesting to behold. Like, it's... They also have the same nose, which is always a bad sign. (laughs) (laughs) Just not a a good thing. This means, like, you guys' gene pools are a little bit too close together. You have the exact same nose. She's probably his aunt. He doesn't know it. (laughs) That's probably why they have such a connection. Because it's like, I know you so well. It's like, hey. Right. (laughs) It's like this, that weird thing where it's like boss, uh, employee, illicit relationship. Like she's like the boss at DQ and he's the the badass employee who she wants to fire, but she she also wants to sleep with him. 
Yeah. And like, yeah, she's the franchise owner who's been coming yeah. in a lot recently. Mm-hmm. She's like, she, she never comes in. <laughs> uh, so the story that they tell of their meeting, she says, I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. He looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. I am weed. <laughs> this motherfucker said, I am the weed. I am weed, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. I bet he really did that. Yeah, because yeah. he blew a big old hit in her face and pushed her out of the way. <sighs> You know what also, also kind of reminds me of? Remember that thing that happened about, I don't know, probably 10 years ago, where someone who looked like Megan Fox would say, oh, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. I like I like watching this TV show about cops. I'm such a nerd. Right. Like, <laughs> you're not a nerd. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's both of them saying it to each other. You're such a nerd. No, you're such a nerd. No. I'm such a nerd. Yeah, We're legitimately, they're like, I'm like a very weird person. And yes, he's yes, like a very weird that. person. Uh, I think there's a, actually a direct quote that is uh, that in here. I can't believe that. I can't find it, though, but it's so good. <laughs> and then there, so there's this thing where he thinks he's like discovering ideas that are like <laughs> cliches so he's like hell yes this is great hell. <laughs> he thinks he's discovering ideas right that's such a specific thought so after the i'm weed thing uh <laughs> so like, I am weed. i'm just gonna keep reading from the article he sent her a couple text messages one that said i am weed <laughs> and another that repeated his filthy first line of dialogue because they were in a movie together as if he couldn't believe he'd said those things to Megan Fox. Fox was charmed. I just responded like how every fairy tale begins to which he ended the conversation. All the good ones, at least. Oh, hell yeah. And then he says, and this, try and get your mind around this concept. It felt like five minutes. So it didn't even feel like three hours. Oh, so, what? What are you so talking it's like, about? I think, like, I think he's suggesting that time, like, sometimes seems different than it actually is. Hmm. Wow, but, so it's, it's not dilating for him. Yeah. No, no, no. What, this what reminds me mean? of the whole Terrence Howard math, one plus one equals one thing. Terryology. Right. Yeah. Terryology, yeah. which we <laughs> actually prescribed, uh, subscribed to on this podcast. Oh, yeah. okay. So I, I mean, I'm big into don't. Terryology. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. haven't changed since those early days when we first I call it bathrobe up. physics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am weed. That, yeah. It, this all makes sense now. I've been seeing so many memes like that. Uh, what even if our, I uh, am weed? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Even our first kiss, she wouldn't kiss me. We just put our lips right in front of each other and breathed each other's breath. Oh, my. And then she left. <laughs> what? So and you're acting like you're... disappeared like a ninja. Right. right. What, were they, like, having to re- restrain themselves that the best they could do is, like, just... Like edging with kissing, like just lips so close and then we'll just breathe. And then yeah. what? She just leaves without a word. Like it sounds like they're like writing a script to some movie no one wants to see right That's now. That's right. It sounds like they are trying to speak in movie dialogue and, and like not doing a great job, but like that they won't say anything until until they have the like right sort of, you know, bantery thing to say. 
I do. I am surprised that he didn't say she just left, disappeared in a smoke bomb like a ninja because he does seem to like have the uh, like the big Lebowski style. Like he just recycles like a handful of things that he's heard mm. or said before. But here's the part that I was looking for earlier. Johnny is she says famously like I'm an unusual person <laughs> and I had buried a lot of things that because it didn't have a place to live. That's something that meeting him, it's like meeting your own soul's reflection. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I mean, hey, so they're blood related. <laughs> <laughs> My genetic reflection. When I met Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> it was like, I remember when he was growing up because my sister is uh, his mom. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. I sort of remembered that my sister is like his mom, sort of, and that we have a connection. <laughs> and he's weed. And <laughs> he's weed. So. What if I smoked you? What would happen? We get uh, higher than we've ever gotten. Before. You should smoke me, babe. <laughs> it would be like, I'd be part of you. You should smoke me. <laughs> this is, again, like, feels like she thinks she's discovering, like, the meeting your own soul's reflection, but that's actually like a. I think it's in a speech in Wedding Crashers that Rachel McAdams gives. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like, that is, but, and it's supposed to be like kind of a cliched speech, I think. But I just want to end. So I'm just going to say that I feel like we start to see the seeds of the demise of this relationship towards the end because Aww. it starts talking about his recording career. And like how like his last album was like all about her and his love. And I don't think his last album was like well received. And then he's like, I he there's like some suggestion that he like feels insecure about like the fact that she ha hadn't seen him perform live because of the pandemic. Oh, that's a real thing, though. That's very real. Oh, I'm sure I can say that from experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. But then like, I, I don't know, it's. The, the element that seems to be missing from all those uh, examples of, like, Court and Kurt and Courtney. Court and Courtney? Court and Courtney, <laughs> my favorite oh, yeah, couple, right. uh, is like that. I don't know. Is it, it seems like he's not talented just based on not having listened to a lot of it. Um, I, that might just be me being old. I, uh, I, it's his genius is not apparent to me as well. Got it. Until he said he was weed. And now right. I'm like, yo, you know what? Honestly, this this motherfucker might be a genius. So her description of finally seeing him perform. Obviously, I'm not above the intoxicating element of watching and having heart eyes. Oh. I was confused by that at first. But then I, th I think it's like the emoji heart eyes and yeah, not, yeah. not like. Yeah, what I, don't know. I don't know what I <laughs> like. Hard eyes. I was like, "What the fuck does that? The fuck are, hard what eyes. the fuck are those?" Her uh, cataracts are forming. She's got a hardening of the arteries, and her uh, <laughs> she's getting older. It's becoming yeah. harder to see because Megan Fox is actually in her late sixties. Yeah. yeah, she's just just been drinking enough. Um, you know, her and Nancy Pelosi have been hitting the blood bar. And then the last paragraph: Megan Fox's love may be transforming Colson Baker, his real name, it's kind of a cool name, into his highest self but it hasn't changed Machine Gun Kelly. I'm still a motherfucking outlaw. Quote. Together, wow. they're perfect partners in crime. So. Always a good sign when you have to, you have to reassert your motherfucking outlawness. I know. You hey, know, just so you guys know, I'm an outlaw. What? <laughs> hey, dude. Um, I don't know if hey, that's, that's coming that guy across. Jason's on. Fool, get out of here. Right. 
So I know I know I've uh, I'm I'm reinstituting the mask mandate, but just so you guys know, I am a motherfucking outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're gonna put your mask on to get into this discovery zone? Yeah, I <laughs> yes. will. But just can you please tell everyone here that I yeah, you're a motherfucking I'm, outlaw. Yeah, get your mask on. Asshole. I'm masking up, but I want to <laughs> I want to play in the discovery zone here. But just I want everyone to know uh, I'm mother. Could you go on the PA and please tell everyone yep, that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Attention, everyone. This guy entering the ball pit, not just a weird old guy, but also a motherfucking outlaw. Okay. Could you imagine Waylon Jennings saying that or like Merle Haggard? Be like, I just say no. Um, just w- make sure this is clear. Um, I am an outlaw. Can we make sure, can we make sure that to, that be known, please? I'm an outlaw. Yes, sir. No. Here's your sponge bath. It reminds me, like his performance in this profile reminds me of the... I think you should leave season two sketch where Santa Claus keeps using the words cosmic gumbo. Cosmic gumbo, right. <laughs> because, like, he, th- he like, came Bought up with that, it. like, th- thinks it's fucking dope. Because Machine Gun Kelly uses the phrase dark, fa- like a dark fairy tale and fairy, <laughs> fairy ghost and haunted. Like, that. it's just... But like he thought he discovered the goth aesthetic. Right. And Maybe he wants of, to be ghosty, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> his, new, uh, his new identity. They, I, I have a hot take. I, I, I actually doubt they even had, had sex. Who, Machine who, Gun uh, Kelly and Megan? Yeah. It's all an what? act. They don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This no. is all bad. Also, it's just hard for me to imagine that these two, this is a real couple and not just a meme that's alive. Yeah, it does feel it like that. It is like a meme that came to life or like some movie dialogue that came to life, but misremembered yeah, just... and badly rebooted. Right, but I mean, but at, at its at its core, it's just such a dark fairy tale. <laughs> and I think that's the thing that's, that I think so, is drawing a lot deep, of people man. in. I didn't There's a certain really think darkness about that. to it. It's yeah. almost like someone in this equation is weed. <laughs> <laughs> Haunted weed. <laughs> Sir, we can't let you in. Why? Uh, well, because you are literally weed. <laughs> and, uh, That's the first issue. <laughs> it's illegal <Okay>. here. <laughs> Johnny, as always, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist, man. Where can uh, people find you and follow you? You can find me uh, in the cloud of uh, smoke I've just created because I am weed a weed ninja. <laughs> on uh, you can just Google Johnny Pemberton. I'll be in Austin, Texas, doing comedy soon uh, next week on um. At Creek and Caves, October twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. I'll be in Houston on that Sunday, and you can find me. You just go to johnnypemberton.dog. I know it sounds like it's a fake web address, but it's my actual web address because someone stole my johnnypemberton.com and is holding it ransom. Motherfucker! Mm. Yeah, I know. They also see me on Twitch. I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash johnnypemberton, like at least once a week. And yeah. is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, you know what. There's this great art collective called Friends With You and everything they everything they do is wonderful. But they always say stuff. It's like, you know, so much stuff is so dark and like sad and everything. But they always say stuff that's sort of like above it. And they, I think they said something here. I think I put it in this uh, document here. But they said, um, basically, people are bitching a lot about the timeline, like the simulation right now. But they said, feel so lucky to live and this timeline with y'all, I feel like that's like a, I just love thinking about that as opposed to being the opposite. They're very, po- they're like super positive. They're so positive. I just love everything they do because of that. Right. In a way that's also really creative, which is, I think it's a hard thing to manage, but they managed to do it. Mm. That is 
Part I don't one. know how anyone manages to do it. Yeah. Yeah. How are we alive? We are. Yeah. We are. Who do you think you are? I am. Well, I'm weed. <laughs> I am weed. Who do you think you are? I am. And mm-hmm. I am weed are in the Hall of Fame of great dumb shit. Uh, ingenious dumb shit. Awesome. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, what is the tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. And also the other show, 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexandra. Go to twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance to watch us do, you know, just, just talk that 90 day shit. Um, some tweets that I like. First one is from Jess Dweck at the Dweck tweeted, how will I explain by Superman to my children? I'm about to orphan because of COVID. <laughs> sort of summing up the Damn. fucking outrage on the right because wow. of by Superman. And then also this other one is from, it's funny. I was like, what the, f-? I just thought this meme is so fucking just ridiculous. So this is from Thought Chalk at Sharia Basu 003. And their tweet is this thing of it's it's Mulder and Scully. And oh. Dana Scully's like, you smell like weed. And then Mulder <laughs> says, motherfucker drops the bomb. I am weed. I am weed. So I just love <laughs> I didn't know what it was until we started talking about this. And I'm like, <laughs> and you this still is liked it. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, this is just so stupid. I just love the X-Files thing. I was like, whatever. We're just we're doing that. But now it all makes sense. And I'm part of the discord. So th- discourse. So thank you. Scully, I am weed. I am weed. I want to be weed. I want to be weed. <laughs> I want to be weed. <laughs> I want to be weed. <laughs> All right, that's that's it. We're never going to do better than that on this podcast. Okay. That's that's the end of the podcast. All right. Uh, Good night. Thanks. Good night. Bye. Uh, and how we started. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. I like Chris Crofton's tweet. Okay, I'll bite what's Hamilton. Which <laughs> just the right, yes, the right time for that. And also true. I do. I do believe he might not really right. know what Hamilton is. And then Blaine Capatch <laughs> has had a couple good, like, kind of long, shaggy dog Twitter threads, uh, and his latest was, okay, okay, here are all 50 ways to leave your lover. And it starts with the ones from the Paul Simon song, Slip Out the Backjack, Make a New Plan Stand, Hop on the Bus, Gus, Drop Off the Keeley, Number Five, Shit in the Bed, Fred, and then it just keeps going. Point to a squirrel, Merle, spell your name, Geoff, Jeff. <laughs> Fuck the maid of honor, Connor. Use <laughs> y- one of your wishes, Aloysius. Make yourself scarce, Pierce. <laughs> it just goes on. It's very funny. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy miles what song do we think people might enjoy i mean it's october it's spooky and then who'd have thought one of my favorite bands hiatus coyote would just Ah. drop a spooky single out of thin air on me and this is called canopic jar and that was gonna be the monster mash yeah no i thought it was gonna be too but this shit is (laughs) it's just great it's more hiatus coyote i'll never say no to it and i love the way it's produced and then just big old rock drums and shit feels yeah it's good for this october day so check out canopic jar by hiatus coyote 
Speaking of rock and drums, uh, The Rock apparently raps on a new Tech Nine album. So I saw that headline, and I'm afraid yeah. to. Well, I just oh, want no. you to check it out so that that will presumably be one of the songs you recommend going forward. But Please. check out his flow. Uh, he raps Nine. about. Wow. I think he raps about working out. Seems to be the thing. Work out. I love to. (laughs) I love working out. It's great. (laughs) I pull the sled. I do the snake ropes. It's great. (laughs) I'm the rock. That's how he talks, right? Yeah. You you got it. He does finish every sentence with I'm the rock. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. 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 I want to be weed. I want to be weed. I want to be weed. <laughs>